What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Tuesday, October 24th. We're approaching the end of October. My gosh. Halloween next Tuesday night. We got the Fall Classic. That's taking shape. The Fall Classic would be the World Series. Just in case somebody was unaware. And I thought to myself, after watching a lot of the game last night, and actually three games yesterday, one in the afternoon, the football game, and the baseball game last night. But specifically with the baseball game, I said to myself, where, where are the Marlins in this entire conversation? Because I like keeping everything local. The World Series is a big thing, and we're going to know who's playing in the World Series. We know half of it, but we'll know the other half tonight. But how can I tie the Marlins into this? And I, I thought of something, and I found a way. And I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to see what you guys think, because it may be a big deal coming up very soon. The Texas Rangers, they're the king of Texas. They take out the Houston Astros. Dusty Baker reportedly going to step away from that job. So it looks like the Houston job will now be open. We got the Phillies and Diamondbacks playing game seven tonight. I was in Philly just a few weeks ago. It was fun. The Marlins, they lost both games, but how far away is this Marlins team and the entire organization from playing in not only a game seven of the NLCS, but in even a game one of the NLCS? I saw this Phillies team in person for the wild card round in that atmosphere, those fans. It was nuts. Tonight, it will be crazy again. I got a phone call last night. I always tell you what's going on with everything. And I got a phone call last night. It was about 7 p.m. And I look at my phone. I heard it ringing. I look down and it's Marlon's man. Do you know who I am? So I pick up and Marlon's man says, I've got two tickets behind home plate. Tomorrow night, which is tonight, game seven of the NLCS, are you going? <laughs> I said, wait a minute. First of all, thank you very much for the invite. But right now I'm here in Medellin. I really cannot get to Philadelphia in time. I mean, I could, but it would be very rushed, and I've got plans how can I tell my friends that I won't be able to hang out with them? Girls, 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 girls. So with like a three-hour notice, I just, I can't do it. I'm not even going to start to look anything up. I just, I can't do it. And he says, okay, well, you're invited. You don't want to go, don't go, but you're invited. I've got two seats and one of them's for you. So here I am coming to you today from... Not Philadelphia. I did not get to Philadelphia. I stayed here in Medellin. And that's where I'm doing the show from. And I'll be watching the game tonight. I'll see Marlins man behind home plate. It's like the sixth or seventh row behind home plate. And I'll say to myself, that could have been me next to him at game seven of the NLCS. 
I told Marlon's man, though, I said, look, I am telling you right now, if the Phillies lose that game tonight, when you're walking out of that stadium, if I were you, I would take your jersey off. I would not wear the Marlins orange jersey if the Philadelphia Phillies lose. I would take it off, and I would just walk out of that building. He's like, no, no way. I'm not doing that. I said, okay, well, I hope the best for you. I just hope the Phillies win. I'm rooting for the Phillies. I'd rather see a city go crazy and be really excited than my friend Marlon's man walking out of the building with a bunch of people who are really upset and will probably be throwing things just because they're upset and who knows what else. So I am rooting for a Philadelphia Phillies win tonight over the Diamondbacks. This way, I don't see Marlins man on the morning news. And, and I'm being 100. You know, this show is always all about... Honesty. It, it will not be good if the Phillies lose. I don't think they'll lose, but who knows? I mean, I never thought that Arizona would win... Last night, I never thought the Vikings would beat the 49ers last night. I never thought the Patriots would beat the Bills on Sunday. I never thought every home team, every home game in the ALCS would end up with a loss. We always think we know it. Oh, yeah, I've been watching sports. I know this team. Look who's on the mound. Look at this lineup. We can we can guess as much as we want. We could wager on it, not legally in Florida yet, soon. But at the end of the day and at the end of the game, who knows who is going to win? We have no idea who is going to win. So I do want to bring up some baseball talk because maybe there's something up with the Marlins. And maybe very soon. Not that I have information, but I just feel like maybe there could be something up. So I'll get into that in just a few moments. In terms of football, we know football's king. There are a few bits of news and nuggets coming out of Miami Dolphins camp. I know Dolphins fans are excited that they're going to be on the in-season edition of Hard Knocks. That'll be cool. That should be fun. Should be entertaining. Will it help the Dolphins? No. Will it hurt the Dolphins? No. I don't think it makes a difference. People make a big deal out of that. Oh, there's no reason for them to do it. You're probably right if you say that. If you gave me the option, do you want to do this or not? I would just I would just care about winning football games and not being involved in anything else if the option is given. But the Dolphins are going to be on hard knocks in season. I don't think it'll affect them. It'll be entertaining. It'll take a lot of people inside. We know what hard knocks is, so, I mean, I don't have to sit here and explain it to you. So that was a piece of news, fan news. But the big thing out of Dolphins camp is that Javon Holland went into the concussion protocol. He had symptoms, and now... How long is it going to take him to get cleared and get back on the field? That's what we're waiting to find out. 
So tomorrow, I will be on the airwaves. I won't be with you on Thursday. Tomorrow, I, I'll be with you, and I know right now. I'm not going to do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a big basketball show. It'll be Miami Heat opening night. Can you feel the heat down in your soul? I feel the heat down in my soul. Opening night tomorrow night, the Detroit Pistons in town. I will have a lot to discuss when it comes to the Miami Heat. That will be on tomorrow's show. Football Friday, getting into the Dolphins and Patriots. I will talk football uh, this hour as well, but... Now that we're about to see who's going to be in the World Series, we saw the Marlins in the postseason, two games in the wild card round, lost them both. I was thinking last night, what is it going to take for this Marlins team to get to where the Phillies are right now and where the Diamondbacks are right now? Diamondbacks might be a little bit of a, I don't know if I should say fluke because they could be up and coming. The Phillies, they're a powerhouse. But who's going to be leading the Miami Marlins? I think that's a question. I know it's not on the top of everybody's mind. But in a baseball conversation, which is what I'm about to have, I think there's more to this. Let me get to it all. But I can't until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. So the Houston Astros are out. Yankees fans are happy about that. And the Astros job is about to be officially open. Now, what I'm going to say is not a report. It's not something I have information about. It's just a theory. Because I'm thinking about the Marlins. The Marlins manager is Skip Schumacher. Their next GM, we don't know yet. Kim Ang just left. So you got Skip Schumacher, who signed a two-year contract. Just two years. He even said in his opening press conference when he was hired, he's not moving to South Florida. So he didn't move to South Florida, and he signed a two-year contract. The Houston Astros job is about to be officially open. If you were Skip Schumacher, And the Houston Astros somehow got a hold of you or your representative and essentially said, Skip, really nice work with the Marlins. Any chance you want to come to Houston? Because he's only got a two-year deal. He's like a lame duck manager next year. If Houston came calling, would Skip turn down that job? I bring this up because I think Skip Schumacher is a hot commodity in the managing world. He's got all the tools. He's got the pedigree. The Cardinals organization. Generally speaking, you mentioned the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a winning franchise. Skip took everything he learned with the St. Louis Cardinals. And the Cardinals wasn't his only stop. He had time in San Diego, too. He brought everything he learned, and he took it with him to Miami. And in one short season, he changed the culture of the clubhouse. He squeezed the most he possibly could out of this Marlins group and got them into the postseason 
for the first time in a full season in 20 years. So here are the Astros. Altuve is 33, Bregman late 20s. Jordan Alvarez can mash. There's a lot of talent on that club. They might not be in the prime of their run right now. It could be the tail end of their run. They've been to seven straight ALCSs. That's pretty amazing. But would you rather manage whatever the Astros are going to field next season or whatever the Marlins are going to field next season? Kim Ang is not stupid. She left. She knows that some of the Marlins' bats are going to be leaving. She knows Sandy Alcantara is not going to throw a pitch next season. Kim Ang would only have had one more year on her contract. Skip Schumacher's got one year on his contract. If Kim Ang stayed and the Marlins are losing bats and they're not going to have Sandy all year, what would she have been worth at the end? Because she's probably looking at a season that's not going to be so good, just given the roster. What is Skip Schumacher thinking? I, I think if it was me, who's going to have the better team? My money would be on the team that's been to the ALCS for seven years straight. The wild card here, though, is I mentioned St. Louis. I think ultimately that's where Skip would want to end up. That job, though, is not open, at least not yet. So does Skip think about that and say, let me ride this Marlins thing out one more year, and then if that Cardinals job comes open, I'll take it? Of course, if it's offered to him. And then another thing is, is Skip Schumacher the best man for one of these jobs? Just because the Astros job may officially be open or unofficially be open, it doesn't mean that they would think, hey, Skip is the best qualified. Even though his resume and the run he's had uh, with just one year with Miami was very impressive, maybe they're thinking there's somebody better. Buck Showalter, maybe another new manager. You don't have to go far to see how the right managerial hire can make a huge splash with an organization. Skip being hired by the Marlins is a perfect example. Look at Bruce Bochy and the Texas Rangers. How great of a manager is he? Came in right away, boom, they're going to the World Series. Skip Schumacher, he was the perfect hire for the Miami Marlins. Mattingly was with the Marlins for a long time, and he even said in the end they just needed a new voice in there, and Skip was a great voice in that clubhouse. Never managed before, and then he comes in, and he changes everything. You just got to pick the right guy sometimes. You always want to pick the right guy, but sometimes you won't have the perfect guy, and it'll still work out. With with the Marlins, they needed the, the perfect guy. They needed the right guy. And they got him with Skip Schumacher. I just don't know how much longer Skip will be managing the Miami Marlins. You look at Houston, their job became open after the cheating scandal. 
They were so hated. What did they do? They brought in somebody so likable in Dusty Baker. Dusty was like the perfume to clean up the stink of the Astros' lack of decency and rules of fairness. And it worked. It was a perfect match. What's going to happen next? I don't know. But the whole discussion, just seeing what's going on, jobs open up, it got me thinking about the Marlins organization. The Miami Marlins, if they were a stock right now, would you buy more of it or would you be selling some of it? And I'm talking about in terms of immediate success. Like the next three years. Did the Marlins just lay a foundation for a great future? Or did they sell that future off to get to a wild card series and get swept and lose their ace and lose their GM? And now they're about to come back down to earth because they couldn't possibly win so many one-run games again. It's just not realistic. And now you're not going to have the best pitcher on your team. Are they going to have a horrible regression next season? Or will it be building and maybe we'll see them in the NLCS very soon? Because there's nothing else on TV tonight. We're going to be watching that. I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Oh, Andy, I'm not going to watch it. Come on. You'll see some of it. And I just, I, I always think, when there's a big event, and, and we've been lucky in hockey and basketball because those big events, we were in them, the Panthers and the Heat. But when it comes to baseball, yes, the Marlins made the postseason, but how are we going to see them in a game like we're going to see tonight? The potential demise that is out there for the Marlins because of their roster and what's gone on, it's real. And who's going to be the next GM? Look, there's only so many baseball teams, first of all, and then there's only so many GM jobs that are open. So whoever gets it, you're going to be a major league general manager in charge of so many things. And what are you going to be working with where you're going to set yourself up for success? If it's Michael Hill... He knows what's up in Miami. Not necessarily in the best way, but he knows how things work. I don't know how committed the Marlins are to winning big long-term. I really don't. The trade deadline, they made key moves. It was a nice hit. Maybe things are different. But this offseason will go a long way to telling us if they're really serious about those things being different. I'm going to be watching everything that Bruce Sherman does this offseason. Now Kim Ang is out, so this is all Bruce. He may have been calling shots before all of them, but right now we know it's him. So can he commit to winning baseball? Can he put South Florida in his spot like we're going to see tonight, game seven of the NLCS in Philadelphia? Can he hold on to Skip Schumacher? Because the culture that Skip laid down in year one, oof, it was great but it could absolutely walk out that door if he does. We just have to see. We also have to see 
What's going to happen with our football team, the Miami Dolphins? So many people talking about they can't beat anybody good. Well, is that a narrative or is it just the truth? I'll get to that convo in just a moment. I hope you get to my poker tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, the next one two weeks from today, Tuesday night, November 7th at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool, and it's just 250 bucks to buy in. You're going to start with 40000 in chips. Last tournament, just a couple of weeks ago, we had more than $30,000 in the prize pool. Actually, that was last Tuesday. It was only a week ago. The next one is coming up so soon. Put a reminder in your phone. Tuesday night, November 7th, cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. You could register until 9.30. $20,000 guaranteed in the prize pool for the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament Tuesday night, November 7th at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Live racing going on at Gulfstream Park every week right now during their sunshine meet. If you want to do what I do when I go to Gulfstream Park, which I love to do, I walk in there, go upstairs, second floor, 10 Palms. That is their trackside restaurant. Get myself a nice table, have a fantastic meal, watch the races live right in front of me. And of course, I'm wagering on them too. Heck, you could bet as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. Any live race day is a great day to go to Gulfstream Park. For the whole racing schedule, visit GulfstreamPark.com. And if you can't make it out to Gulfstream Park for live racing, you could wager from wherever you are in Florida legally. Download the First Bet app. The First Bet app is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park. There's a narrative out there about the Miami Dolphins. But the narrative isn't always a narrative. I'm sure you've heard, maybe on television, radio, the internet, or a friend of yours, you've heard, hey, the Dolphins, they haven't even beaten anybody good, so they're not really that good. The only two good teams they've played, they lost to both of them. I wouldn't really consider that a narrative. Saying that they're not good, I mean, that's just somebody's opinion, but it's not really a theory here as far as they haven't beaten a good team because it's a fact. I'm not saying the Dolphins aren't good, but if you tell me both good teams they played, they lost to, they haven't beaten a good team, that's true. Every single one of their five victories, the team has two wins or fewer. The two games they played against teams with winning records, they lost by two touchdowns or more. Again, that's not an opinion, just a fact. Now, I don't think the Dolphins have a magical powers where they get to pick their schedule and play whoever they want. I mean, it's set by the league. It's not their fault that the opposition that they're facing has been weak. They didn't pick the Patriots for this Sunday. The fact that two road games, two hostile environments that the Dolphins played in, they didn't get past 20 points in either game. My opinion on that is it is concerning because at some point the Dolphins are going to have to go on the road come playoff time 
maybe Kansas City, Buffalo, wherever it may be. And weather will be a factor. The crowd will be a factor. Will they be able to handle those conditions? It's a legitimate question. I'm not hating on them. I'm not talking about a narrative. I'm just talking facts. And as far as this Sunday goes, I hope Javon Holland will be able to play. Otherwise, I'd be really concerned against Bill Belichick, even though Mac Jones stinks. Look, if you're down right now on this Dolphins team because they lost to Philadelphia, let me get you revved up. Let me get you excited. Actually, I'm not going to do it. The lovely, beautiful at Dean's Gold, they will help you out. Dean's Gold is the ultimate gentleman's club. And the reason they're the ultimate gentleman's club, they have gorgeous ladies who come from all over the world. So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold. You want to watch the baseball game tonight, but you don't want to sit home on a Tuesday? Head on over to Dean's Gold. They've got all the screens there. Between every half inning, you will be entertained. I know there's not an intermission or a halftime in baseball, but there's a lot of breaks between the innings and half innings. You will keep yourself entertained all game long. Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m., all the way until 6 in the morning. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard that's in North Miami Beach. Surround yourself with beautiful women who come from all over the world. There's only one place in South Florida you could do that. It is the ultimate gentleman's club. Dean's Gold. I really want to get into the University of Miami football team and so many other things with Uncle Luke and I'll do that because here on this Luke Tuesday Uncle Luke Luther Campbell will be joining us in just a few moments Mario Cristobal he said yesterday that Tyler Van Dyke would be good to go I don't know if Mario is telling the truth or not college coaches being so secretive for no reason to me is just so dumb do you really think by saying Tyler's good to go, now Virginia practices are going to be so different? They're, they're just going to monitor how Emory Williams ran the offense and focus on TVD? It just doesn't make sense. The focus for an opponent should be on how to stop Reuben Bain. Reuben Bain is just, I can't say enough good things about Reuben Bain. Number one player on this football team and it's not even close. It's also not even close who can help you out when it comes to wanting to retire early. That would be Trajan Wealth. I've been telling you about Trajan Wealth for quite some time now because I want you guys to enjoy life more. I want you to take more vacations. I don't want you to think about, oh, only what should I be for Halloween? I want you to think about your future. You might think there's no way I can retire early. You get a hold of Trajan Wealth, they will change the way you think. And it will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth, plus they're local in Palm Beach. Get started by visiting their website, trajanwealth.com. That's trajanwealth.com. Or if you want to pick up the phone, you could do that. Give them a call, 561-390-1000. Trajan Wealth will help you design a plan based around your goals. Get started today. 
Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. Here on this Luke Tuesday, Uncle Luke, Luther Campbell with us on the Andy Slater Show. Luke, last week your voice was shot, but I think you're feeling better today. Is that true? Yeah, I'm feeling a little better today, Andy. Less screaming? Less screaming. It's, it's still a little shot, but, you know, it's that time of year. Luke, I saw a video. I've seen a lot over the past few days that i got to talk uh-oh, to you about. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, you better say uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, so I saw a video. It came from Los Angeles. It was at the Rams game. They've got a uh, rapper there in a suite. He's got a bunch of adult entertainers with him, and it looked like a strip club. It looked like an adult entertainment establishment, and they're throwing dollar bills in the air. How does somebody beat you to this, and you did not have this going on at Hard Rock Stadium? Well, the thing is, Andy, you know, that those are the little children. You know, the little children, you know, who obviously, you know, came up under me, you know, in this type of business. They, you know, they're trying. He's trying. You know, I, I give it to him. He's trying. You know, but that's not, that's not. A Luke deal. Now, if it was a Luke deal, then it would be naked. Everybody would be <laughs> naked, dancing on the tables, and they would be naked. They had their little thongs on and the bikinis on and, you know, L.A. style because in L.A. they don't get naked. They just, you know, I, I don't even understand. I went to a, a, a strip club in, in L.A. I said, it's not a strip club. This this is a daggone bikini party. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, it's like a, a bikini party. I, that's not even you could do. They, you go on South Beach right now and go to a bikini party, but, which was considered as a strip club in, in, in LA. I mean, come on, man. You know what? Though I mean, that was cute. It was cute. You know, it's a viral moment for people in in uh, Idaho and all those different type of places. But that don't even do nothing for us here in. South Florida, we're like, huh? Is that we're why? Good. Is that why you, when you go to football games, and I've seen you post videos and photos from the suite of Tom Garfinkel. You know, you're in with the Dolphins, you're in with the Canes. But is that why, Luke? You, when you go to a game, you're more serious. Like you're watching the game, you're looking at different things. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very serious when I go to the game because I got to come on here, Luke Tuesday. You're gonna ask me all these serious questions about the Dolphins and the state of the Hurricanes and all that. And so, you know, when I go to the game with Garfinkel or any of my friends like that, you know, I'm going there to enjoy myself. You know what I'm saying? It's a time to play for everything, Andy. It's a time to like you. You're in Columbia all the time with all those little, you know, freaky girls and everything and. That's your time. You come to Miami, you go to Joe Stone Crab, you act like you govern yourself accordingly. You don't bring those freaks from Columbia over to Miami. And so you want to be respected and you want to conduct yourself in an orderly fashion when you're here at the Joe Stone Crab. But when you go to Medellin, you just act a plum fool. That's totally different. Andy, it's no different than me. When I go hang out with the Dolphins, you know, and my good friend Tom, and I go to the suite. I got to cover myself according. Are you saying, Luke, that you and I are both very smart individuals? 
Oh, we are definitely smart. That's what brought us together. That's right. I mean, a black guy and a Jewish guy? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, brilliant minds think alike. And, and they, look, they come together at some point, and they do great things, on, especially on Tuesday. And we both enjoy the bread pudding at Joe Stone Crab. We know that I'm, that's the... That's the secret there. Everyone talks about the key lime pie, but it's about the bread pudding, Luke. It's about the bread pudding now. The key lime pie had its run. The key lime pie at Joe's had its run. No doubt it's, it's, it's great, but then it had its run. I moved on. I'm sorry. To the bread pudding. Oh, oh that bread God. pudding. Oh my gosh. I that know. bread that I'm telling you, that bread, that bread pudding is like a mm. is like a woman with no breast augmentation on natural. <laughs> It's soft. It's so good. Uncle yeah, Luke Luther so Campbell good. with us here on this Tuesday. Tastes this is, good in your mouth. This is why we have Uncle Luke on the airwaves, to break down everything involving uh, a football game and life. And, and bread pudding. And bread pudding. I'm sure you were paying attention, though, as you said. You were paying attention to the Dolphins Sunday night, the University of Miami on Saturday. What do you think about uh, Mario Cristobal now? A couple of more games after that debacle, or as you call it, a debacolo uh, against Georgia Tech? Listen, I, I just, I, I think uh, Mario and his staff is doing a good job and going the right direction. I, I, I looked at what he did from the difference between North Carolina and this game. And I've said it on Twitter, play the young guys. In North Carolina game, I think they got a little political and they did not play the young guys as much as they should have. Even with this young guy quarterback to go in the game, they closed the playbook. It's obvious. Ray Charles can see that. The kid is not great. You know, uh, the, you can see that. But the kid took care of the ball. The kid managed the game in the proper way. And when you looked at his, his press conference, he checked out of some things that would have probably get him in trouble to make the game look like it was a vanilla, you know, game. The kids said that, you know, the thing is with these new kids, the Mario kids, they care. They really care about the University of Miami and they, they just drink gas and die for the team. So they're having a struggle with the Manny Diaz guys and the Mario guys, but the Mario guys are are, are really creating the, the the atmosphere now. But so, that Manny Diaz guy, I can't I can't wait for the rest of them to leave. Okay, after so this year. so basically, Luke, what you're what I'm understanding from what you just said, you said Mario is going in the right direction with this program, but it sounds more to me like you think in two or three years from now the Canes can be extremely serious top 10 material. Did I gauge that I right? Think I, yes, I think they can, but I think the struggles that Mario is having right now is just, look, man, let, let the best players play. You know what I'm saying? I think that is what his struggles is right now. Let these guys go play. And, I mean, if they're the young guy, who, let the best guys play. And, and I, I hope that in two years from now, or one year, or next year, because this this business is is a tough business, that he's there. You he need to be there next year. We I mean we can't deal with we're taking losses from North Carolina next year. He has to be there next year. It's not two three years. You know y'all ain't get Randy Shannon two minutes. 
You know, if Mario was a black guy, he would be fired right now. Last year. That's just a fact. Let but me let let me let me because he's we, not. He's a he's a he's a white guy, Cuban guy from Miami. Y'all ain't gonna do that. Well, they gave him eighty million. Y'all ain't gonna write no bad articles. Y'all ain't gonna get on the radio and talk trash about him. Y'all gonna talk about oh, three I talk, years. I talk plenty and of trash. Y'all gonna give him five years. But so understanding where we're at, I think Mario's a. I was gonna say something, but I'll, I'll hold back. I think uh, I think I, Mario. Whoa, 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 whoa! You don't hold back on Luke too. No, no, no. I'm not gonna completely hold back. I was just gonna change my use of words. Okay, let me listen to this. I, think, I got my popcorn ready. And I'm only giving you my opinion because you, you said that nobody or I or somebody doesn't go off on Mario. I don't I think Mario. White guys in media around here. Y'all throw the black man under the bus. I don't and think y'all. And what do y'all do? Y'all, the white man gets a pass. And no, and, Mario and, definitely is not getting a pass for me. Diaz, I, man, Diaz a pass. I don't think y'all Ma- ain't threw him under the bus yet. I don't think Mario Cristobal is a good game day coach at all. Ooh. I think he's a way better recruiter. He's a great recruiter. He's not a good game day coach. I, Ooh. He he doesn't know how to have his team take a knee, and then at the end of this past game, he's like giving up and playing for overtime. He's just he's not a good game day coach. Ooh. So and and look, Mario's white. So there you go. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Let let me let me bring up the the Dolphins. I've only got a couple minutes left. Wow. I've only got a couple of minutes left. I need to know, Luke. What, what if anything, do you take from Sunday night's Dolphins loss to the Philadelphia Eagles? That number four is trash. Cater Kohu? Cater got to go. The undrafted, that project is over. If you can, you can go around the corner. You can go around the corner at Miami Dolan and find a better cornerback than that. They beating that man. The, the games that they lost. I mean, he made play. dug him up. He got dug up again today. I'm like, okay, Patrick Sertain, what are we doing? What do we do? Do we have a fight? Something? I mean, what are we doing? Y'all can't find nobody better than this guy. But, I mean, let's but, be but, serious. But, but, but wait a minute, let me stop you. The okay. man is the man is hot garbage but, with maggots on top. <laughs> let let me stop you there. He's not good, Andy. Let, let me, you, let me you stop you there, though. Because I he asked. He need to go to Medellin. He sent him to Columbia who now. Sa- who says he hasn't been here? Well, he need to go back and stay and don't come back. I'll tell you what. Be- because you brought this up. And, and then I got to ask you one final question. I will tell you, Luke, that during the Dolphins season, okay, they haven't had a bye week yet. During the Dolphins season, there has been at least one Dolphins player here to Medellin. During the season? Who? Don't hold back. This is Luke Tuesday. Don't start holding back. Don't you do it. I want to hear the name right now. You're not going to hear the name. Oh, this is not good here. Be- because you turned into, I'm, Andy? I'm you do- had no problem putting people's business out in the streets. You have no problem doing Slater scoops, which because obviously there you're, will, you've turned over a new leaf because you turn scared. There's more to this. There's more to this. And I'm working on a bigger story, and it's not. It's not. Well, a, you better be working on something big. It's to be not a negative. It's not a negative. What? It, it's not a negative. Again, there's more to this. It's not a negative. Only thing that's not negative in going to Columbia is this football player 
going in there to get a breast augmentation or a, a butt job. I'm telling you, it's just not a negative, and I'll, I'll have a bigger story on <laughs> I would this. hate to see that. It's not, it's it's not, not, a, it's not a negative. Oh, just, he's going over there to see his kid. I'm, oh, okay. I'm just saying this is not he a negative. You're, I'm not telling you anything like he that shot, at all. He went and shot up the club. I'll tell he you this much. You never go to Medellin and, shot, and shoot up the club. <laughs> You got to go get the Andy experience. What is the ice cream man coming by? No, it's not ice cream man. That's my alarm doorbell. <laughs> Your alarm doorbell is like the ice cream man. Hey, Tito, this Andy. I can't even get to my last question. Man only travels in your neighborhoods. <laughs> they don't they don't go in the black neighborhood no more. When I was a kid, Why? yes, they used that ice cream man. Ice cream man get jacked, robbed. That, that don't happen no more. Does, does that happen? That still happen in Kindle? You don't, you don't need. Y'all still have ice cream, man? Yeah, we get the push ups, we get the creamsicles. No, 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 no. Ice Not- cream, man. See, the ice cream man in the hood, what he was, he was ice cream man. He started getting robbed. Then he became, he, he was selling other things in the ice cream truck. Oh, you see? And it wasn't ice Whose cream. Whose fault is that? Then he got. Then he got he started doing the robbing, and then they the police don't let the ice cream man come no more. You know what else we have in Kendall besides the ice cream man? We have a filador. You ever heard of him? No. A filador. He comes around with this really annoying music, and you go outside if you need your knives ah. sharpened. He sharpens your knives. Really? Yes. It's a See, horrendous y'all sound. That, y'all have that good living. It's like back in the days. I guess you know. I guess the police only come when he got to get a cat out of the tree or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Luke Luther Campbell, uh, we'll have much more to chat about next week. It's good to hear your voice. I'm feeling though. <laughs> See you later, my friend. Open the knife and come to the hood and get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> That really is the most annoying sound I've heard from a truck. I got to get the audio. Hold on a second, because some of you have probably heard this. Let's see. A filador. It's so, so annoying. It's so weird. Here it is. This is what this is how, you know, at least in Kendall. When to come out of your house, if you need your knives sharpened, this is what you hear. How annoying is that? Well, yeah, let me go run outside with my knives. Who does that? All right, that's all the time I got for this Tuesday afternoon. What a fun hour. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.